What's up? It's your girl, Don't Call Me White Girl. My shirt's a little too small, so I decided to sit like this. I got my boy Phelps to the right of me. Give it up for motherfucking Phelps. Fly-ass Phelps in my phone. South Philly Phelps never knew that he grew up on top of a poppy store. He made that up over the weekend. What's up, Phelps? <laughs> What's happening? As y'all can see, I got into a big fight with Phelps last week and stopped reminding me. This is what me and Phelps do. And like Phelps said, we argue way more in front of y'all versus when we by ourselves. So maybe we got to cut out the negativity. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we need to get rid of these people. Dre, is this my first camera right here? The one all the way closest to Gary. To Gary. Okay. Gary's in the building. Gary, you want to say hi to the people? Hello. I walked in here looking like a slave, similar to Kunta Kinte, a little lighter. And now look at me. You look gorgeous. I look a fucking Got maze right. balls, bro. I appreciate you, nigga. You a different level. You are black history, boy. You a fucking legend. You did my motherfucking makeup and my hair on live in 20 motherfucking minutes as I talked and twitched and shit with my eye about the fight at 7-Eleven. I appreciate it. You're extremely talented. And don't you let none of these bitches tell you different. And they do be copying off you. And we know y'all be copying. He bringing the U-part wigs back. Dropping the so-ins. I know what's up. I'm familiar, baby. Thank you. How you feeling? Good. How are you? I'm a little amped up. We'll get into that. Um, How's it feel working for... um? I'm like I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be kinder to myself. How is it working with a psychopath? I don't think you are. You're great. <sighs> Let's just suck each other's dick, Gary. No, really. How is it working with me? How does it feel? Uh, any normal client to me. You great. So? I'm so for real. You're boring. For... Blah. Wednesday. Nothing special well, about me. Entertaining. Thank you. Yeah. Very entertaining. I love how this is going my way. <laughs> Dre's in the building, as y'all know, and he has on flip flops because Dre don't feel that cool. What's up, Dre? What's going on? You all right? I'm doing well. Dre literally just got back from driving from California. He didn't sleep for three days and he did crunches this morning. How does that feel? You have a very wild imagination. I appreciate it. I'm feeling good, though. <laughs> I was on husband duty this weekend. What do you mean? What did you have to do? I went to a baby shower. Yuck. Was that fun? It was cool. It was it was all right. But it was in Cleveland. It was cold. It was like negative 14. It was 14 degrees. Was it like ghetto Cleveland or nice Cleveland? It was, Well, we went to Columbus and it was it was nice. It was by like Ohio State. So it was nice. But the cold though, 14 degrees is crazy. Yeah. I bet you, you took them flops off, didn't you? I sure did <laughs> take the flops. That's where I cut it off right That's there. That's where you draw the fucking line. 14 is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did y'all play like dumb baby shower games? Like you suck something out of bottle, pause. I did not suck anything pause. out of bottle. Um, but I did play a baby shower game and did win the game. Of course, of course Dre plays the baby shower game. He even <laughs> is a winner there. What game was it? It was the like you had to put a balloon in your stomach and act like you was pregnant. And then try and your do shoe? like and do different do it was like a relay. So one guy went and then handed me the baby and then I brought it home and you dusted them niggas like your time was 20 times better than everybody else easy <laughs> Dre's he's Dre's he's Dre man you don't get no better than that um how are you it's one more person in here but we can't say his name or can we can we shout you out over there in the corner hey chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> hey handsome can we say hi to you or no we're gonna leave it out on you is in this motherfucker. It can't be in you. It got to be on you. How you feeling? On you good? Baltimore representative. Shout out to the West Side. They said I gotta stop saying I'm from the West. Side. I gotta say I'm from over west. Yeah, over west. I'm from over west. 
Oh my God, that just made me think of how when you and Rhonda always beef about Baltimore and DC. We miss you, Rhonda. Come home, Rhonda. Come home. She don't even respond to my DMs anymore. Why don't y'all go ahead and send her a message? Tag Rhonda right now. Say, why are you not responding to them on the DMs? That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's her birthday month. My birthday is on Sunday. I'm not excited about it. Um, my friends are on vacation without me. I'm supposed to be with them. Long story. Um, uh, I want to tell y'all something. I don't want to tell y'all something because I don't want to bust out crying. But I had a rough day. Okay? K-Balls. Um, we'll be talking about today, fellas. Me? You want to start talking about the Grammys? What are those? Like, I don't, you know, I don't really get into the Grammy thing. You know what I mean? Because it's not fair. So I don't really like. Mm-hmm. I did watch the um, Rock Nation brunch shit though. Like that looked lit. How do you get an invite there? To the cock that you got to stuff to get invited <laughs> over there. I think we should shout out Money Long though. For sure, because she won. She did. Shout out she to my nigga P Money. And to be in a being a category, I think with the joint she won, it was like. Beyonce was in yeah. that same joint, and like, what song was it? Jasmine Sullivan, Hours and Hours. She leave won it best to Dre one. to never forget. In fact, this is funny. Dre reminds us to shout out our friend of the podcast, Money Long, the one and only. And Dre also reminded us right before we left to make Money Long explain about how champagne showers is just a nice spray of <laughs> come to the face. Remember that? <laughs> that was so cool because we were like, we didn't talk. Monkey in the room, yeah. husband here. Dre was like. Explain champagne showers. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, uh, well, we grown, we marry. I was like, does he come in your face? <laughs> that was cool, though. Yeah, that's L.A. We coming back to L.A. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. We coming back. If you want me to promote your stuff, you want me to come through, taste the soul food, I'm going to come and I'm going to say the chicken good, even if it's dry, Shaquita. DM Phelps, baby. DM Time Fly, somebody. Just don't DM Dragas. I don't play with y'all getaways, niggas. Um, the cop in the... I don't, Tyree Nichols, is that his name? The white cop was charged. He was arrested. But you know what I saw that was crazy about that? I'm just following up from last week. Um, the fraternity that those guys were in, because mm-hmm. out of the five, two of them in the fraternity kicked them out. Mm-hmm. Made a public statement. We don't stand for that in this fraternity. We don't want to be around. I respect that. Mm-hmm. That's commendable. They are fucking them niggas up. Niggas about to lose their library card. You talking about the, you're talking about, <laughs> you're talking they about are ruined. Like, you niggas are done. You're talking about the black officers. Of right? course. Okay. The white guy was fired but i think he might have been arrested but i'm not 100 percent on the arrest but he was fired it's twofold because it's funny because they're only doing all this because they black like even if it happens with white people it takes a long mm-hmm. like by the time niggas get arrested or fired or whatever forgot. you done forgot yeah. about the fucking case the video is not in rotation anymore these niggas were charged before their boots got off. Like they didn't they didn't take a second with these niggas. And that was the funniest part, because it's like you think you about to get protected by yep. blue when you're black, nigga. They say cops bleed blue, but black cops still bleed black and they don't give a fuck about you niggas. But I guess y'all see now. Yeah, right. I don't know if we talked about them being a part of a um special task force called the Scorpion Unit or something. Did I bring that up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also feel like those units always are vicious. Um, red dog, this, that. You always hear about those units being taken apart because of like negative, some type of negative thing. Somebody's a bad cop and it's everywhere. Um, I we had one in Philadelphia. I don't remember the name, but their thing was they would like walk the beat and like smoke a cigarette, eat a Chinese chicken wing platter with you and shit. Just a bunch of bullshit. Um, but this is exactly what people were talking about when them niggas, or they're not niggas, but 
when them people storm the Capitol, is that wrong is wrong, but if black do wrong, yeah. the repercussions come way faster and oh, harder yeah. and swifter than if white people do oh. it. And those were definitely <laughs> niggas that did the storm the Capitol. The storm the Capitol thing was so shocking to me that I thought it was fake. Like I thought it, I, I, it took me so long, but I saw that and I said that on a podcast before. People will be so offended by things that I say when. Sometimes I just don't believe it because it's unbelievable. Yeah. Just like the Andrew Tate thing. That's why I had to come on here and take my words back for that. Because yeah. when I first saw um, him say he was being swatted, I was like, oh, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, that wasn't an unbelievable thing for me. I don't know. Um, I'm definitely trying to, like, tr- choose my words wisely and kind of know what I'm talking about a little more. And not because y'all complain so much or that Drake gives me a weird look. Really, because my mom told me to. Mom was like, you you too big to be doing that dumb shit. <laughs> Read up before you say something, Demoni. Don't be sounding stupid. She thinks she famous talking about um she was waiting for Good Morning America to reach out to her. Like they're never going to reach out. It was a good episode, but they don't give a fuck about you. My cousin called and I was like, yo, my mom was on the podcast. Da-da-da. And she's like, yeah, right, yeah, right. I'm like, she's like, what did she talk about? First thing cut in my mind, Dre's eyes when he heard her say pussy. And then when he she said pussy again. And then when she said pussy one more time, Dre was like, oh. Bet y'all never hear your mom say pussy. See that dynamic? Wow, sucks to be me. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to Wanda. Um, I wanted to talk to y'all about um a couple things. Why don't y'all like that movie that I like a lot and I forgot to tell y'all to watch? Real quick, we're going to do movies and documentaries because y'all are literally asking for documentaries right now, which is pressure, but I'm built for pressure. Um, you people came out. Y'all dragged you people. Y'all was saying y'all didn't like it. You people was really good. I forgot to ask you to watch that. I watched it. You did? Okay. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. What does the contrarian think? Did you like it? Did you think it was generic? Think it was corny? It wasn't. I went into it like with this face, but it was cool though. It wasn't. You feel me? David Duchovny made me laugh a lot in the movie. The white dad from X Files. Yeah, there you go. That'll do it. That'll do it. Um, but um, yeah, I ain't, I don't know. I, them kind of movies usually I don't care to get up for. But I will say like the the stuff that they was it was it was all right. It was cool. It got entertainment in it. That's the point. You seen the drive? I did not watch it. Yet. My wife watched you it. Have, do you have interest in seeing it? Yeah, I'll watch it at some point. I just be I just gotta find time to watch it. Yeah, you no. Um. Only you watched it. You thought it was corny? <laughs> yeah, only you hated it. Okay, but this is the thing. So this is how I feel about it in totality. First of all, I'm a Lauren, Lauren London fan. Right. Um, I think she's beautiful. I think she's very strong. Agreed. What you saying over there? Uh, I didn't know what the name of that movie was. What? Um, Lauren London or You People? You People. That's what the movie she's With in. Jonah yeah, Hill. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't know the name of it. So did you see it? Or you no. still, okay. What? Um, that was pointless. I didn't know the name of it. I was talking about But he really it. said it under his yeah. breath. I just was like, what are you saying? You know what I mean? I thought he was trying to give me a sign. Um, I think people don't like it because y'all want to not like it. I like Lauren, so maybe that's why I do like it. I love Jonah Hill again, and I'm very familiar with David. Dukakis, what is it? The company. The company, David the company. So it felt like real familiar to me. Yeah. Did it feel like Meet the Foggers a little? Did it feel like um the Bernie Mac John where the daughter meets the Oh uh, with Zoe and Ashton Kutcher? Oh, okay. But yeah. In Hollywood, that's what we do. We just regurgitate Every the so same. Often, I gotta come back out. Yeah. And this was so on time for the times. The father is a Muslim. Yeah. The the that was um funny. 
the father of Lauren is a Muslim. Like the, 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 he was like a new Muslim too. That was the funny part. His old and he had like, right yeah, from the eighties, yeah. you know, F O I boy. Yeah. You feel me? The um, the the mom's Muslim. They all about their faith. Um, Jonah Hill's parents are Jewish and they're practicing Jews. Mike it was, Epps, oh, he always make a good side role. Mike Epps is always yeah. the good ghetto uncle. Um, she's beautiful. Jonah's, I think Jonah's attractive. I think they just look good together. It was so much stuff on the internet down to, did they really kiss or was it like? Yeah, you seen I just posted, they, they said it was like a CGI kiss. Now, like, no offense, because I'm trying not to fight at least to the end. But is that like real news? I don't know. Drake, can you find out? Is that real? I've seen a whole bunch of people p- posting it, but I'm honestly like, who cares? It, bro. Like, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Let me tell you why. Yeah. What is this nigga name? Lala. Lala's a good actress, would you say? She cool? Yeah. She all right. I'm saying. I'm going to keep it real. She ain't all right. Maybe it was me. I think she plays the parts that she plays. She plays yeah. parts. Either way, yeah. she's beautiful. She plays the parts she plays well. And I think she's successful because she started out as a disc jockey on TV. That's yeah. not so to get here is great. Um, she beautiful. She happy. Um, fat ass. I'm always here for that. Yeah. Um, but a nigga literally just wrote every act, every part that she get. She's always getting fucked. And I'm like, Damn. she's a fucking actress. You know what I'm saying? If you're an actress and you play a woman, you might fuck in the movie. So now we're gonna pretend that they're only booking her for fucking. I don't believe so. Oh, yeah. I believe that the part she play might have a boyfriend like what the yeah, fuck or always, be fucking somebody yeah. but that's a perfect example if lauren london did say hey my ex died i haven't even started dating i don't want to kiss nobody who fucking gives a fuck yeah, we are in a yeah. day of time that you don't have to kiss for real i doubt mm. jonah hill even cared I yeah doubt, i know like, you know what i'm saying care, no, like, yeah. nobody pre-covid they might start that period we in a different time now with these diseases and shit. As an actor, how much insurance or extra money do you get paid now to kiss with these fucking viruses mm-hmm, and shit? You understand? Mm-hmm. It might be cheaper than for the people. It's a fucking Netflix movie. That's another thing. Netflix put it out. I don't yeah. know how much niggas expect from Netflix movies. I feel like since they've been so good in the past, sidebar, they got one coming out, right? Totally stole that nigga flow. What's the nigga with the last name, Pill? Jordan or Key? Jordan. Jordan. He, Jordan Pitt, so you yeah. know he good he do them good freaky black ass movies, but they scary thrillers mm-hmm. and that's very different. We don't really have a lot mm-hmm. of that. Netflix got one, stole the whole flow, and it's not his. It's good. It looked good as a motherfucker. The lady is pretending to be white with a white husband, white neighborhood, white everything, and it seemed like these black ghosts start coming. Basically, right, like yeah, we gotta watch and then she keep itching her wig because that 4C hair get the napping up under that wig, and she keep having to hide them kinks. That's the commercial like. Oh, it could also hard. be a commercial for a perm you know what I mean so it's like whoa where's this going you know is this serious or what but I mean with the uh, with the Lauren London thing I look at it like Denzel said that he would never like kiss or do nothing with a white woman on camera that's why and he, got, he that's why he got game remember when he dry humped the girl on the couch he had his pen and still had his clothes on he didn't ki- you don't see him kiss her and he dry humps her like the nigga don't you feel me wow I remember when Monster Ball came out and how they yeah. dragged Holly and I remember thinking they not having sex, but his balls definitely hitting her ass. Did listen, you tape his balls down? Listen, man. I watched that scene. <laughs> you might happened. see Dre's face with the listen, man. It's hilarious. Listen, if you look, even if you watch it, them camera angles, like, it's like, <laughs> I'm just saying, it looked like it's hitting. Like, the camera is, like, far, far away. Like, far. It's yeah. not, like, right close-up shot. It's like, that joint is far, like, around the corner. But she won an Oscar for that, I think. Yeah, so. she did. I bet. Yeah, she did. I don't know. Me, personally, get that fucking money. It's no way that... 
Like, it's just, it, I brought all that up to say, you damned if you do, if you damned if you don't. Because Lauren is saying, I don't want to kiss for whatever reason, right? Because mm-hmm. I made up the whole, you know, her ex or whatever. It has nothing to do with who yeah. knows. But we spoke a couple of times. We feel, I feel one and the same with her. She's very laid back. She ain't one of the people who want to be famous running mm-hmm. around. I don't know how it feels to be. I told Phelps the other day. I said, yo, she is every nigga crush, right? Mm-hmm. Now, going back, let's say the movie came out in 05. If you were from the ages of seven to probably 30, she probably could, she most likely was your crush or close to. And this is all yeah. the way up. So those seven-year-olds are now 30. The 30-year-olds are 100. I'm not good at math. You understand what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So it's like, that's a lot of pressure. And it also brings hate from other women because sometimes bitches be jealous. Yeah. You're talking about ATL, right? I'm talking about ATL. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not have a crush on Lauren London? No, I thought Lauren London was straight. I, I mean, my thing is, I think because because she acted, she her big role was ATL, and a lot of people ain't seen her in that setting I was of acting say, yeah, since then. Yeah, so I feel like people was expecting you know something different, but you got or expecting anything expect, when you can't yeah, to base it on. Like right. she's grown yeah, now. Like she was mm-hmm. way younger than that. She's evolved. She's well, changed. She, she she's was definitely over woman. eighteen though, right? Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like I don't know. was a good forty. That was crazy. <laughs> Put that nigga in the big was, shirt, try to call him sixteen. I said, this nigga like a grown ass young boy. I'm curious to see her like, like when they throwing like them little family holiday joints, and she be all to the side. Like that's not you feel me? Well, yeah, I don't know. Just on my family. Oh, the holiday. joint with yeah, like, like, her, like the roles. I'm saying like ATL, like he said, and you people. She was in the front. The, she be in oh, other shit. You don't like shit. the side roles. It don't get. Yeah, it don't give you enough. You feel dose. like she main. I mean, Man. she could do the side roles. I understand, a, but you feel like she's that, you know. So you definitely had the crush back in the day, for sure. Yeah. Leading lady. Yeah. I think I had it. I'm, you know, I'm 50-50 I think I was trying to go to Cascade, nigga. Phelps, <laughs> <laughs> no, I kid you not. The first you time I ever went to Atlanta, Lauren. I was 21. And we used T.I.'s album at the time because it had the 85 on it. Mm-hmm. And we went everywhere. I'm talking about we in a backyard shootouts in the hood. Don't know where the fuck we at. I mean, I'm dead serious. We were strangers in the backyard. And you know, Southerners tend to be a little more versus Philadelphians. Mm. And they were real kind. I kept wondering, why these niggas keep calling me Big Red? Yeah, bring your Big Red ass in here. Get some of these baked beans. You look like you like beans. Come sit down. That's why I was a big, big girl. And we went and we had a ball. And I remember they shot everything up. Because at the time, T.I. had a club called Crucial. And that was the thing. You got to make it the Crucial. But we most definitely went to Cascade, nigga. Ooh. I even tried to find the same restaurant they ate in when they're eating. Cause back oh, then, yeah. That's why they eat at the movie. Back yeah. then, I didn't realize that some of that stuff was completely made up. So I'm mm. thinking, yo, the diner was on the right. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, rewrite. I remember this scene. The diner was on the right. You had to bear a little bit to the right, make a U-turn, and it was right there. Yeah. We did end up finding a restaurant. The players were $5, and it was so good. That is not the Atlanta that we go to. I don't know what type of Walmart motherfucking Atlanta I don't like had. remakes, but I feel like they could remake Atlanta they with new people. They need to. With, with, like, let the older people they get older. need it's to. It's enough Atlanta talent. Except for Boy did. One of them did. You said the remake, ATL? Yeah. I not remake, it, but, like, the, the next they, they could oh, do like a, a, a sequel yeah. to it. Usually when they do the sequel, yeah, they make it corny. Remake, he does not they, at they all mean remake, he means so, so this is the thing, I feel you, but I feel like with the Atlanta being what it is today, like I feel like it, it can't be ass, you know what I mean? They got. What did you say, Gary? You think it'd be corny? When they remake movies, they make it like funny and corny. Like. Right, but that's the issue. He didn't mean remake, he meant spoke. He means yeah. sequel. Yeah, uh, yeah, he yeah, mean yeah, the next yeah, door, yeah, so yeah, yeah. do Lauren and T.I. get married? Is her father still rich or did the recession fuck them up? Right? Yeah. Did the uncle yeah, ever get somewhere good. to go? Big boy. What happened you to him? Did he Big got boy out? get booked? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Is he dead? Right? 
Did T.I. sell drugs? You yeah, know? They, could, they should redo it and make it real, like, druggy killer violent. That would be lit. Serious, yeah, like that would be lit. It's another movie that I think everybody should check out just be, for the fuck of it because a black man directed and wrote it. Um, it's called I Don't Fucking Know, but Monique's in it. <laughs> so <laughs> find that shit. That's the Lee Daniels joint. And I'm a fan and friend of Lee it's Daniels. It's called The Reading. What you say? What's it? The Reading. Yes, me and Lee Daniels are friends. Y'all didn't know that? <laughs> he has sent me a... You birthday? Remember when he sent me a car and said I was next big thing and he thought I was amazing? Yes, that is so crazy you asked. That was huge to me. And I don't know if I told them. Not to mention that plate was amazeballs. Wasn't it, Gary? It was amazing. Mm-mm-mm. Bro, I went from sobbing to laughing from laughing to yeah. sobbing. Did not, Gary? Yeah, I was going through it in that motherfucker. I need, thought I needed to make an appointment after that. I said, you okay? Bro, don't do that, Gary, because you wanted to cry too. I was. It was, it was did heavy you cry? Up. No, I had me choked up there. It did. Is the play, is yeah. the play related to the movie or are they separate? No, oh, baby, no, baby, no, baby. I just said that because they're both produced by Lee Daniels. Okay. Um, what is the name of that movie, though? Because I do want to tell them to watch it. The Reading. The Reading. Yo, the drama. commercial for it's, it's a, a thriller. It's a horror movie. It looks spooky as shit. And then they got a challenge with it, right? And the challenge is, can you watch it in the dark? Yeah. That's how good it. Let's see you get it done. Everybody said my nigga. I watch movies. You know, I watch scary. How many times you FaceTime? You like, fuck, what you doing? I'm like, I'm watching this scary movie. You be like, so you bye. You confirm that's your shit. I'll, if it's a good scary movie, I'm gonna watch what, it. In what the type dark. of thing you like? You like the the thriller or the bloody gory? You like possessed stuff or like? What I don't, you, so like the the Freddy and the like the Jasons that type of scary. That shit was like. Uh, that was not really that the, scary to me. The the, the, the scary movies, Freddy and the Jason scary movie. Uh, one of my favorite movies growing up was scary. It didn't scare me though. Candyman. I used to always watch it in I the dark. Candyman is scary. It's shit. not scary yeah. to me though. Candyman, it wasn't. I used to watch it as a kid, like oh, all the time. Did you ever say it? Yeah. You ain't said it, nigga. Because I ain't said it yet. I definitely said it. You said it. It's not the right amount of time to do it with the lights and up and down, up and down. Yeah. You ain't doing it in the basement. I've done it, dog. It didn't, you feel me? I I know what it what it be. It's like with that bloody you did Mary it, but thing. But it's crazy. He ain't come yet, nigga. But you already summons them. So good luck with that. But when he pull up, he might hold me down. He might not be. I went and saw that joint. Right, one of the same. You Dragon ain't. You ain't. Um, in the, the the sequel, John, he was he was on some. You feel me? It was like a little different. The newer one, yeah, liked it because I think it was like some racism in it mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. Um, but it's the story about Candyman is vicious. Like the mm-hmm. real the origin real of the story one, yeah. is a really racist story, of course. Like all of the stories are. Shout out to Courtney Glaude. That is the director and writer. I saw the interview he did and he was talking about how he grew up quiet and he was raised by a grandmother and his mother and he was bullied. He got in trouble a whole lot. And he like, you know, I'm quiet and I'm a writer and I'm a creative, but I ain't no bitch. That shit was so funny. <laughs> Nigga gave rapper vibes. Love him. Um, and shout out to Monique, man. I, I like Monique's comeback. I'm always been like a yeah. Monique fan. Not really at a stand up, but everything else, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, although I did think it was a little weird. It was fuck skinny bitches to became skinny bitch, but hey, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't, you know, but I'm saying you, you know now. Whoa, what's the odds of that? <laughs> now we love them. <laughs> <you won. laughs> that was whack, but um, I love Monique though. You know what I mean? And I love Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels' play is what? All aboard? No, no let me no. find out. Because that's a good joint too. Y'all I, need to see I that too. Ain't no more. Ain't no more. You ever seen so Spell, good. Dre? Seen what? Spell. That's a scary movie. Yeah, it's nah. it's on um, Amazon Prime. It's with. Uh, I always call this nigga James St. Patrick. What's the, what's the ghost? Oh, ghost. Uh, James St. Patrick. Amari Hardwick. Amari Hardwick. So call him ghost is acceptable, but James St. <laughs> Patrick is crazy. Uh, that is crazy. Because I mean, you know, you try to think of a nigga yeah. name. Um, it's he. He's in it, and um, my baby. What's her name? 
Oh, uh, Loretta Devon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like a black voodoo scary movie. That joke, yeah, that was all right, good. yeah. That was good. And it, saw, it, it's not uh, real, but you can look at it, it'll remind yeah. you of some shit that might could. I just saw Megan. You seen that joint? The little doll? Like, it's What's like it called? Android. It's oh, called Megan. Megan. That was, that it's was an dumb. Android? Yeah. It's like a female Chucky, ain't it? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Annabelle? Nah, it's called Megan. There's another bitch named Megan. That's crazy. <laughs> it wasn't scary, though. It was like a thriller. Like, oh, okay. uh, Me, personally, don't like scary movies. Don't like nobody y'all into them. Why do you want to be nervous? Like, I'll watch a scary movie and be nervous as fuck after that. I, I got to watch them in the daytime. I mean, it's, why are we doing this? Like, you with your nigga cool with Survive. Why am I in the house by myself playing ice cream watching a scary movie? Good job. Ice cream got too. me set off. Now I'm scared to piss or shit. And you know why it's good? I'm scared to death in this motherfucker. You know I'm the only why? child. I'm not watching no scary shit. We know what Mona do when she's scared in the house by herself. <laughs> what I do, Greg? Tell him what I do. Got about eight or nine knives, <laughs> right? <laughs> and if it was a pistol in that motherfucker, it'd be under my pillowcase, ready for war, nigga. When I grew up, it was a very normal thing to be over somebody in the family, a woman, of course, because. I always say my family, my mother's side, is all women. I don't know how people had babies, cause Lord knows none of them niggas stayed. Cause it ain't nothing but kids and women in that motherfucking family. And I kid you not. We can't keep no niggas. No niggas. <laughs> my whole mother's side, it's been one wedding. Damn. One wedding. Mm. And I ain't gonna say nothing, but Shit, they get they, boy, they get tired of it. They say we got good Gucci, but y'all, you get tired of that bitch talking to me. I can't take it no more. Whatever. I just need a nigga to stay past the three-year mark. Let's just move on. Anyway, um, the Ain't No More play is written by, and I want to tell y'all his name too, because I think these young black people are fucking talented. Jordan E. Cooper. So it's produced by Lee Daniels, but it's by Jordan E. Cooper. I don't know if I talked about it. And if I did, I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about it again. It's a great play. Um, it's extreme. It's sad. It's hilarious. Like, it literally is probably probably the best play I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Granted, I've only seen, I think, two plays live, but I've watched them on, like, you know, movies or whatever. And I've never been a fan of, like, the Medea series. No shade to Tyler Perry. I just don't. Mm-hmm. like it that much you know what i mean i did see like one because smush has this weird thing with Medea. um smush was like how's it a boy mom he a grandma i'm like bro fuck it it's your grandma i don't i don't know because he's like now you want me to be your grandma i'm like fuck off kids always want more and that's the problem with them niggas oh damn I, something just came across my mind remind me to tell you after this fuck it say it on camera no, no, we no, don't no, give no, a no. fuck no more <laughs> We done with that. So um It's like some family shit. It just came back to my mind when you said the Medea thing. Just felt so rude. Which family? Mine or yours, nigga? My family. Oh my (laughs) (laughs) Phelps know you niggas, man. Um so those are the two movies to watch. If you can go to the play, go to the play. Even if you can't go to the play, buy it because it's very hard to keep black productions on Broadway. So go buy some tickets, show love and shit because it's really, really good. Like, I'm not just saying that. Um, y'all been asking because you need a new documentary. Damn, I don't think I know the name of that shit. It's so good, too. It's about a cult out of... um. Was it the giant, like, it was up north somewhere? It's called The Way Up. Listen, it was about a lady who ran a church, but the main thing about the church was how if you believe in Jesus, you won't be fat. So if you gain a certain amount of weight, you was out the church. I'm talking about she had her church and then she had churches everywhere. Of course, it got smaller because yeah, it started, started looking crazy, but for the most part, 
she was huge, big money, crazy money. Um, it ends crazy. It's real long, but it's very good. I'm about to get the exact name, but I believe it's called The Way Up. It is on Amazon Prime. I'm starting to learn, you bitches. You want to know where to watch it, how to watch it, and what I think about it. So this is the assignment. Y'all watch it. We'll talk about it. This one, Phelps, is not going to watch. It's way too long. I know my nigga is not doing that, but we can kind of slide through it a little bit for Phelps. Like, but So what was the negative outcome of the followers? Yo, it's so bad, but I don't want to ruin it oh, for God. them. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Next week. Um, it was crazy. Like, it really, really was. And it's so many kids. That's the thing about cults that's so scary. It's always this mass amount of children because it's like they pick homeschool and then they just breed these motherfuckers to grow mm-hmm. up with this shit. The craziest part, I think, was was how she used that weakness that you have when you gain weight and you're so desperate to lose the weight. And, you know, and then you tie it into God loving you. Bro, that is fucked up. That's crazy. Like, people will be losing 70 pounds, 80 pounds, 90 pounds. I read that. When you lose a significant amount of weight by 40 and up, 30 and up, statistically within five years, you'll gain it back. No matter how you lost it, healthy, not healthy surgery, once you pass that five-year mark. Crazy part is I lost that weight and I was like at the five-year mark and gained all the weight, which was crazy. But I think if I knew that five years, I'd have probably been more like aware of it because once I passed the five years, I'm kind of in the clear in a way. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot about it because it's like – it's habitual shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a comfort eater, that's what you do. And it's just like when um, people try to, like, you know, addiction is an issue, right? But it's one thing to be addicted to meth. Because you might can move in the area, you don't know where meth is, whatever. But when you're addicted to donuts, yikes, that's a hard one. Or alcohol. Because alcohol is extremely social in our community. It's mm-hmm. a thing. Bro. I do these deals and niggas want to do it over a bottle of champagne. Am I lying? What did I tell you? I think it's fucking ridiculous that we supposed to discuss my life, put my name on a contract, and we supposed to have a fucking round, nigga? No. Take these shits back, give us all coffee, and let's fucking scream this shit out. Mm -hmm. I want to... That's how I feel right now for this cappuccino. Can y'all tell? Pretty yacked up. Either way, I hate that. But shout out to all you um, alcoholics. I was about to say drunks, but that would have been mean. Because it's very, very hard. It's alcohol everywhere you go. It's a social thing. You know, when I say I don't drink, people be like, shut up. Or they'll try to force it on you. I think it's all in fun. But it's like, when last time one of your friends be like, you going to hit this pipe, nigga. Be a man. Hit yeah, the pipe. Right. It don't happen. It don't happen. Even with weed. Pie is like, bro, smoke the weed or not. I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah. But liquor, it's like pressure. Shot, shot, shot. Do it, do it. No, bro. No, that shit burn my belly, nigga. Like it really fucks me up. Can I? It makes me, and I don't even poop. Mm. But it does. It makes my stomach hurt so bad. Like it gives me diarrhea. I don't poop at all. But it, I, I will get diarrhea if I drink anything. That's not good. I, and I think you know what else? I think I think I don't know how to do it because it's definitely a way to do it when you eat. What do you eat? How do you eat? What are you doing during drinking water, eating, not eating? The kind of alcohol you drink. Only time I think I was a drinker for real was probably high school because you had to break the rules in whatever way you were going to. Bro, we used to drink Hypnotic and Hennessy. Mm, Feel me? Mm-mm. Drink hypnotic Hennessy and fight your friends, nigga. Shout out to high school. That, boy. Was, when I had, that was when I had my first Incredible Hulk. I was in high school. Nigga, listen, we used to get hotels at the Travel Lodge on Route 9. We used to be amongst pimps and hoes and drug dealers <laughs> having parties. Said. We would get a cake from BJ's and it would always Nigga, be a celebration. The, I, ain't, I don't want to say nothing, but you, 
You know that's the at that that. Uh, no, you didn't cover that, Mike. The uh, I put the copyright that shit. I'm tired of saying. I, I seen one uh, of you podcasts do that shit too. Oh yeah, that's, that's mine, your, bitch. That's your thing. I don't do that. That's mine. But um, yeah, it was a. Uh, you remember that store right there? They used to serve young niggas at that store right in front for of real? the travel. Like drug drugs? Nah, like uh, underage. Oh, like they didn't care if you had an ID. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Still, still. You know what's wild though? What the fuck they selling out that rib shack? I ain't never smelled no meat. Never. That bitch over every day. <laughs> it's been a rib shack there for years, and I've never smelled a whiff of brisket. I don't know nobody that ate there or nothing. Motherfucker, this is a good cover, man. I don't know nobody that ate there or nothing. I've never seen nobody walk out with a bag. Mm-hmm. Not once. We up to you. Me and Phelps want to cut, or you going down. <laughs> um, Hey, a special announcement. The Way Up is definitely not the name of that documentary, so that sucks. I have no idea. <laughs> Y'all are fucked. Let me put in They'll Amazon Prime. Oh, no, I think I found it. Hold on. Yep, it is. It's called, the, I'm sorry, The Way Down. Because <laughs> you're Oops. losing weight, not gaining, babe. It's The Way Down. It's really, really good. Um, it's about a fe- the Remnant Fellowship because she was in a Christian church and then she she created the Remnants. The Remnants are like the perfect version of Christians. Every time people say stuff like that, all I could think of is blue eyes, blonde hair, Aryan nation shit. Niggas ain't allowed. And that was the shocking part because they had like survivors on it at the end. And the black girl was like, stop, stop telling us what was y'all black asses doing in that church. And how could y'all be so dumb? I wanted to get closer to God. And it didn't matter what color people I got closer to them. But you knew her black ass got put out. And one time her husband break up, right? Because this is one of their big moves. They would try to. When you would separate from the church, they would try to separate, of course, everybody around you. So when she breaks up with her husband, she's like, I don't go to that church no more. Somebody sends her a picture of her husband in the pew, kids with this random white woman sitting next to her. But that's what they would do. Whatever single woman they had and majority of the church was white, they would put them near the other guy. One lady left the church. They got divorced. They were Their divorce was final for six weeks. He got married. Damn. The woman that he married was their nanny. Within the church, but it's pressure from the clergy, from the leaders of the yeah. church. So it's like you don't want to do the wrong thing. Yeah. Guess what the black woman said, y'all? Uh, I called him. I told him I have a picture of you and my children with a woman taking care of them. If you ever take my children to a church and have them taken care of by some random woman, I'm gonna come in there and pop you, and then I'm gonna pop her. She said we ain't have no problems after that. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm like, you're such a nigga. Who knew? Because you was like in a whole white cult. That's turned. No shade. That's yeah, that's definitely turned. But no shade. I know it's like we shouldn't get on you, but what was your black ass doing in that white ass girl, girl? What the fuck? That's, that's like, crazy. What do you talk to these niggas about during the break? And everybody giving you that face. Every time you say, oh, those are braids. So like, come on, bro. I know you're, y'all are thicker around the ass. Like, what did they say about you losing weight? Because they was always going to say your butt was too big. Yeah. Meanwhile, leader of the church, bitch, horrible. She did like she took her motherfucking finger, put it in an electric socket. Mm-hmm. That was her hairstyle. Elvira teased this motherfucker this high. This bitch four eleven, now she five five. This much <laughs> mascara down here, bitch, look like a fucking chihuahua. And you tell motherfuckers they need to lose weight. You need to gain a pound, Susie. Wait, she was skinny. Skinny. The bitch looked like a lowercase i. Mm-hmm. So there's that. How the fuck y'all gonna let her ugly? It's one thing to be in the cult. Jim Jones was a little attractive. I know that's taboo to say, but he wasn't, you know, a bad looking nigga. Y'all being led around by fucking Peggy Bundy? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with y'all? This bitch looks horrible, bro. That's a good picture of that bitch. Oh, yeah. No. Come on. Come on now. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Yeah. Come on. 
please. Um, that's a good one. I watch Pamela Anderson documentary. Now this gets tricky. I'm a nineties kid. Pamela Anderson was everything, you know, mm -hmm. she was all over the news. She was a huge, it's, she it's, was the Kim K of those days. Is that, is that like the biopic documentary? Yeah. Or is it a real documentary documentary? Cause I seen something where, Oh nah, you know what? I think that her and what you call got a show on Hulu. That's what I was thinking. Of. This one was a real, a real doc. It was really good. Cause her boys are grown and they in it. Um, She's such a sweet person. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? She explains a lot of stuff. This nigga been married 53 times. I love that about her. <laughs> um, and she's very pretty without all the makeup and all that. But yeah. she was pretty then. But yeah. I grew up watching Baywatch. Like, yeah. that was a part of my life. And you know what the first thing I thought about? I wonder how that feel to be 10 years old and to watch this woman and think she's pretty. And that's what you're supposed to look like. And it's so far from what I am. Yeah. But that's why representation is important. And that's why you'll never hear me as a parent say, why they keep putting that gay shit in cartoons? Because I understand it's a little gay boy that needs to see another gay boy on TV mm -hmm. because he might blow his own head off. These kids are killing themselves at 12, 13. It's fucked up. It's cruel. People be gay. Like, it's really that simple. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just start a whole organization with T-shirts. People be gay. Or maybe niggas be gay. Let me shut up. Y'all gonna take that. All I'm saying is people be gay. So the fact that it's a gay person in a cartoon, who gives a fuck? It's not like they're, I don't want to be too vulgar. It's not like they butt fucking on a cartoon. It's just, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Larry, go with Gary. No pun intended. You understand? <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. So at the end of the day, I understood that and it hit me just there because I'm the little girl that's more given Freddie from different world. This big curly ass fro, you know, funny mm. skin, freckle, whatever. And I'm looking at Pamela fucking Anderson that's so far. She's fucking Canadian. Mm. Waist like this. Like, consider perfect. You know what else was crazy about that documentary? She never made a dollar off that sex tape. She is the first sex tape person. Yeah. She tells the story. Her and Tommy Lee were brandy in love. I don't know if y'all know Tommy Lee. I think he was the lead singer for Molly Crew. Um, I, I just know he's rock and roll something. Definitely yeah. rock and roll boy, true rock and roll dude. Um, it's crazy. I forgot that she married Kid Rock. She talked Girl, about that like about it that was too. a joke. <laughs> like that. The, here go the son. This is where mom married Kid Rock. Because <laughs> their dad is the real rocker. You know, I think yeah. a lot of people look at him funny. He went, she had to do the rap joint, and then he got a little racist with the Confederate flag. I think the nigga named Bob. Fuck you, Kid Rock. Either way, um, it was just real, real good. Just, you know. Her being a lover at heart, her always, she told a story about she would go to the Playboy Mansion and she would run into, please God, let me say this right. I want to say Ray Charles, but ain't no way. Maybe it was Smokey <laughs> Robinson. Damn, maybe it was Smokey Robinson, but she would run into him. Ray and he Charles would, is crazy. Let it go, guys. Let it go. Let it go. And you cutting this out, Dre. Um, she would run into Smokey Robinson. He would go, "I love it, girl. Keep doing it. Keep trying. Like you know, don't give up on love. Keep marrying until oh, you find okay, the person yeah, that you yeah. love or whatever." Um, it made me feel then like I hope she find him because she's just such a sweet person. She never made a dollar off her sex tape. I think that's extremely interesting. She tells the story. They got this shack in the back with a safe in it. Randomly, they figure out the safe is missing. They don't know if it's been missing for a month or six months. They was getting work done in the house. It could have been a worker. Mm -hmm. After they find the sex tape missing. Well, the tapes, because it was a lot, they take 13, 15 tapes and splice them together. Every single sexual innuendo, they put it together on one tape. Um, a popular porn distributor writes her. Um, I don't want to use the wrong name, but it definitely wasn't um, Hugh Hefner. It was somebody of sorts. Somebody getting a couple of dollars offers her $5 million cash. I want to put it, I'll give you $5 million, You walk away from it. She says no, of course. She begins this fight in court, never wins. Niggas dropped the tape in 1995, and they're doing interviews like, 
when you're a public figure, you should be able to. The fact that she on Playboy, you're supposed to be able to watch her suck her husband's dick is crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Mind you, yo, he was trying to talk to her. He kept going places that she was at. He go to Cancun because she in Cancun. They meet, go to the club. He put E in her drink. They get fucked up. They get married three days later. Score. Right? That actually do that to you. <laughs> Damn. All right. Yikes, contrarian. Being your wife is crazy. No, 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 no. She, she's telling it. He uh, put ecstasy in my drink. She said, my pupils got so big, I thought I was so cute. Oh, she was into it. Yeah, she, she tried it with a new rock and roll nigga. I'm with that. Bro, if a rapper bagged me and then we go, he like, bro, I'm ready you. He put back like I never had one. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, it feels so crazy. Wow, what is this? I've never done this before. I used to play dummy. <laughs> Um, Dre's giving me we out of time. I want y'all to know that if it was up to me, these podcasts would be three hours. It's Dre. He's a tyrant. He doesn't want me doing it, and he don't like y'all. My birthday's coming up. Acceptable gifts. Wow. I would like a camera, a tripod, a ring light. I would like earrings, a necklace, a watch. I would like... I don't know, but the camera is really high on the list. I really, really want a camera, a laptop, a car. That's it. Nothing crazy. Um, and 16, 613 bundles. Gary, you can handle that. Um, any whore, I guess we'll do the dark side of the end, but I really don't want to because I really want to talk to y'all about like 10 other things, but I can't. Um, can I just tell them what happened at 7 Eleven? What do you think, folks? Anyway, so I go to the motherfucking 7 <laughs> Eleven and. They swipe my card. No, I do the Apple Pay. They say it don't work. I said yesterday. He said, no, it didn't. He made me do it again. Then he said it didn't work. Then I used my debit card. Okay? Total $30. The total was $8. They robbed me. Okay? I say to him, yo, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. This is last week, seven days ago. He says, they will put it back on your card. Can I mention that these dudes is African? Mm. They were African. So, um, two African guys. So, boom. I come back today. I say, hey. They never put the money back on my card. He looks at me in my face and says... You got that money. They put it back, liar. <laughs> Turns his motherfucking bag and walk off. Call me a liar. <laughs> so I said, sir, please hear me out. Honestly, they took over $22 of my money. I'm a single mother. I just want my money back. Could you give me a receipt, a number to corporate? I need your help. He said, you're a liar and a whore. I went and got me a hot cappuccino. Not because I was thirsty, nigga. Okay, and it was having an argument. This is the conversation. I don't care if I'm not supposed to say it. Why does it feel like me as a black American? It's always felt like when I've had interactions. And of course, I don't know enough African men to say all oh, African men do this. But the interactions that I've had with African men, my brothers, they come off like they don't like me, like they don't like us. I always feel like it's a look down type of situation. Like we so ignorant, we ghetto or whatever. I felt like it was a conservative thing because as a Muslim and a Muslim practicing Muslim living in Philadelphia, when I would meet Arabs or people from Yemen or whatever, fresh off the boat, they wouldn't even greet me back. Even if I had a chemo on. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, not to get too much in that religion, but as a Muslim, if you think the other Muslim is not a praying Muslim, you don't have to greet them. Though. That's yeah. a fact. So, that's understandable. So if a person walk up to you and they say, Assalamu alaikum to you, and they don't have any overgarment on or whatever, fine, you don't have to greet them. But since when is your piety or your faith judged by your clothing? 
Mm-hmm. How do you know? You could put two people up together. One could be of this modern world, this American culture. They could speak Arabic, no 50 sorbas, mm-hmm. be a great person. In other words, could be completely covered, don't even know how to pray. How would you know? That is the same thing when I would feel like, and I've had conversations with them, like, why does it feel like that? And I have people say, well, y'all so wild, y'all so crazy, y'all so, when you grow up in these conservative places, like, or a place that's um, Islamic to the point that the Adan, which is the call of prayer, you hear that all across mm-hmm. when Ramadan come, the nightclubs close, because that's that area and that's what it goes by, mm-hmm. those traditions, those and I feel like when you come here, it will look wild to you, especially when you come from a place where men are on top. And that's how Africa is in certain mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. Men are the ones on top. And it feels like another example. I was in high school, worked at a gas station. Um, I was there for a while. I knew how to do everything. I was very good. Guy comes in. That's just the natural order of things. You do a lot of cleaning, walking around the store. And the person that's been there longer does the cashier. He told me, you will clean and I handle the money. I'm a kid, so it's like, okay, nigga. This nigga was so new here that he didn't know the difference between a nickel, right, and a fucking laundry coin. So I would have to come up to the front and help him with the money sometimes. Mm. Why the fuck? It makes no sense as far as time and it being um, proficient, like efficient and making this shit run well, people getting in and out. It's supposed to be a quick and serve, right? It didn't make any sense, but because I was a woman, I should be mopping the fucking sweeping and he gonna run that motherfucker money. And he can never admit when he was wrong or he did something wrong or whatever. Eventually got fired because he's giving out 20s and change because he didn't know fucking money. This is taboo. You're not supposed to say, you're supposed to say, y'all gonna drag me, fucking drag me. I'm black, they black, why the fuck can't I say it? You niggas act like y'all don't like us. And it, it, it really always gives me the vibe, like a look down vibe, like, ugh, like you stink. He called me a whore. He told me I was stupid. He told me I was a liar. He told me I still. Then he told me I'm in here all the time. And I said I was going to call immigration on them. I don't even live in Baltimore, nigga. These niggas scared to talk. No, I'm not going to say, huh? I understand. You're going to cut you... this out, ain't you? I see it in your face. <laughs> don't you cut this out, Drake. This is a real thing. I I'm not the only person that feels like this. I understand this. what you're saying because I've, I've got that vibe before. But the thing is, is I've had more interaction with the younger African generation because the older ones do. I know what you're talking about. They, But the more, like, you feel me? Somebody might be African, but, like, they was they moved here when they was kids or mm-hmm. their parents is the really African ones. They be cool. I know, but I know, but I know what you're talking about. Like, you feel me? Like Canal Street cab drivers, like them. Bro, and I haven't had that experience that much with like Muslim Africans was a little different, but we connect in a different way when mm-hmm. I'm saying Assalamu alaikum to them sidebar. Mm-hmm. Assalamu alaikum only means peace be unto you. Why yeah. would you say peace back? Yeah. Like, what does that hurt you or whatever? I would go to the masjid, they don't want to pray and stand and stand with me arm to arm. They don't want to stand in formation with me. At the end of the day, Shit, when you mad at you niggas, y'all, y'all didn't even come get us. And then on top of that, it, you know, like shit mm-hmm. happened. You know what I mean? You might have been beefing with the other village. You might have caught them niggas because y'all was beefing. Fuck it, we gonna sell it to these squares by the water. You yeah. know, who gives a fuck where we sell them off to? At the end of the day, and it's crazy because we had the Akon conversation and those are the comments I got. Oh, them Africans, blah, 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 blah. Um, but at, Akon is giving the same vibe. Like he better than somebody. And that's what I said last week because it was like, yo, how the fuck when you made your bread off of hip hop and this is where you started at, right? Mm-hmm. This is where your class is at and all that. You either are like them or you're imitating them. But now they drugged out, lazy yeah, performers, nigga. Soka music was, is doing this thing, but you're not a part of that. At all, toupee. So what the <laughs> fuck do you, like what the fuck? I'm more solution-based. How do you fix it? What do you do with these feelings? If I'm saying it wrong, how am I supposed to say it, bitch? I'm sure y'all are telling me. I hate that feeling, and it's like, it makes you like, fuck you. And I don't ever want to be like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing when you're getting those same kind of interactions, and you living in cities like Philadelphia where it might be a lot of people that immigrated here or whatever, and 
they in the hood, so they saying some shit. And some people are just harassing them because they have accents or there's mm-hmm. a language barrier or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's never me. I was always given like, oh my God, I want to go to Africa, da, da, da. And I'm not going to front. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, my East African friends. But I had a lot of East African friends that was like, lit. Like, it wasn't that, it, I didn't get that vibe or whatever. Mm-hmm. You made a good point with people being younger. Um, I see a lot of jokes on the internet. Like, the joke is the Africans are the scammers and the Africans are, as a matter of fact, it's rappers. Y'all know them rappers that they talk all scam shit? Mm-hmm. I don't know their names though, but they seem African, lit. Africans do be scamming. They do. <laughs> I know in Jamaica that you know how we gang war here over money, coke, whatever. They will gang war over boxes of our personal information because if you get boxes of our personal information, and let's say you get a nice couple numbers of old people or maybe people that are not that quick on English, mm-hmm. that's sweet money because mm-hmm. you talking niggas out of bread. I've mm-hmm. seen. Old people buy Apple gift cards and spend five thousand dollars giving it to a scammer that told them, um, "This is the IRS. You're gonna be arrested." Whatever. Mm-hmm. I had been on the phone with a scammer and got this nigga to break character that fast. And he like, "Fuck you, you die, bitch." You know what I mean? One time, somebody was trying to scam me on Instagram, and we ended up like talking for like an hour. Remember that? Yeah. And I was like, "Bro, first of all." The problem is your paragraph is written wrong. So that's the first thing. He's like, can you rewrite it for me? No. I rewrote it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> this nigga was a good talker. I rewrote the whole paragraph. Then he sent me two more. I'm like, bro, hold up. You know, that's where I draw a line, nigga. But that's what I told him. Like, there's like all the scammers on Instagram. They'll say, can we please help you with the inst- getting the Instagram blue tick? Nigga, what's a tick? It's a check. <laughs> Instead of saying blue check, they say tick. Mm, gotta be quicker than that. Um, tell your grandparents and shit about them scammers. You have nothing to say about this topic. Oh, you gonna say something. About the African yes. people? Yes. I don't know what you... Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Never experienced it? No, I haven't. Maybe because you hear so much straight teeth. I don't know. I think um, maybe it's what Phelps said. I've never... Maybe like ran it's, into the older... Maybe the older, yeah. like... You know. The older Africans... Definitely are different with the Americans than the younger ones are. I'm gonna just say that because all the Africans I met have been cool, but they all been younger. but I, I, Americanized. I, I grown think, here. I think because the older Africans, especially if they got here like over thirty or over forty or something like that, like they kids is going through They're what Americans. we going through. Yeah, you feel me? So they in school with us. They you know whatever problems we having in the world, their kids are experiencing that with us. So they be right there in line with us. But the ones that just came over here and. All of that, they they think and be off sometimes. Bro, I think that they have us. I think that they feel like y'all are lucky. Y'all got all this over here and look mm-hmm. what you're doing with it. Yeah. You're paying SAG and you, the same thing with the ACOM flow. That's what I get. It's a more of a, oh my God mm-hmm. type of thing. Like you so wild. But you coming from this conservative place. Um, and I can't even say, like I want to say there's more of a family dynamic, more fathers and homes. But I can't mm-hmm. say that because I don't know the numbers of that. But I feel like when you come here and you see these boys that are not raised by men and, you know, they're wild or immature or whatever. But it's like at the same token, they kids, motherfucker. When you was a kid, if you lived in a village, you threw rocks and shit, nigga. Or if you was a kid and you lived in a city, because just because you were African don't mean you live in a village. You can live in a village, mm-hmm. you live in a city. The bottom line is I think they have a certain idea about how it is here. But we have our own struggles here, motherfucker. We are this. Yo, it's plenty of people that be like, I want to go back to Africa. Fuck this. Because they hate it here. Because we suffer here. You know what I mean? This is not like a place for us where we treated great or nothing like that. We got finessed by African. (laughs) Came here, married her, you feel me? And then started a family on the side and divorced. Got out of there. I know more people that, I know more people that get paid to get married. I know people. I know, I remember I knew this guy that got paid. 
his name was Reem, and um, I always drop names. He got paid to marry the girl, but part of the marriage, like getting your green card stuff, you had to go to the doctor together. She had like every STD on the joint. Mm-hmm. She just so happened to be a little wild, you know. Mm. I mean, he still hit it. This, mm. Afri- this African it's like, I don't wasn't think he up hit like it. that though. Like he had an apartment. My family. Oh, so they was acting like they were really like to, like they was like a like. He, so basically, you saying his intention was always just to get here, but he fled it to her like he liked her. Yeah, instead yeah. of just asking. He probably her used her for like to get his green card and to get all his shit set up. You feel me? And did all that, and then I don't know. I, out the way. I don't even know how that would feel to be, and that's why when he was like, you said out, he was gonna call immigration. Like, bro, no, I didn't. Now, do I get down and dirty during the argument? Yes, but I didn't come in here randomly and say, "What the fuck? The coffee cold? I'm calling ICE, nigga." But wouldn't that be something I put on the ice uniform, ran up in that motherfucker? The jig is up. Get the fuck on the wall. Touch your subject. You better leave it in, Dre. You better leave it in. All right. We're going to do Dark Side of the DM. Um, I apologize if I offended anybody. There were no African-American, I mean, African women or men that were harmed on the film of this podcast. Thank you. I want to do the thing in the beginning of the podcast, like all the opinions and things that said on this podcast. Oh, mean yeah. Nothing. The, the disclaimer. Most of the time we high and we don't even remember what the fuck we be saying. We gotta f- definitely find a disclaimer to put at the beginning. We need of it, baby. Cause I'm tired of y'all playing with me. Um, so what? I mean, it'll I, absorb everything. I hate that it's like touchy topics and then it's just you never talk about it. So you just it's, gotta fume about it all the time. Because I used to be very scared to say about how I was treated by Asians in my community as well in these stores. Nail salons. I used to always have it. I've been in physical fights in nail salon. And before y'all say it's me, my mom has too. My mom's been put out of plenty of nail salons. Mm-hmm. China, yeah. um, food. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Just a straight feeling of, I hate you. I don't give a fuck about your dollar. Take this one duck sauce, even though I got 15 shrimp rolls, motherfucker. Can I get a duck sauce for each roll? Be fair, motherfucker. Um, tired of you, what was that? What was I about to say? Dang, I forgot. That's every carry out. They stingy you with that duck sauce. Bro, it's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the value of, of the customer. Like, do you care if I come back? No, you don't. You don't give a fuck about me or my dollar. That's so. Oh, that's what I was saying. Um, you know how when you watch like uh reenactment movies and TV shows when they like uh, like it's a real life event, yeah. but they redo it. They always put that thing at the beginning, like um events and whatever. Right, and just, right. Yeah, Everything need, is not. Yeah, yeah, we need something like that. Yeah. Like, listen, niggas. I wanted to say. The opinions and thoughts on this podcast that are said are all bullshit. This is the joke. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you. Open that for me, baby, so I can see what's up. We're going to do the dark side of the end. We're going to do the voicemail, and then we out of here because Dre don't want to be in here with y'all. Um, somebody asked me something. It wasn't a dark question, but I feel like it was an interesting question, though. They was like- Oh, you would like to do a dark side of the DM? It's, yeah, it wasn't that dark, though. But um, All right, I'm going first. Excuse me. Anyway. um, <laughs> Why is this a simple question? <laughs> well, your simple question is going after mine. Okay. Truthfully, I need your advice about something. I've been I the crazy thing I hate about myself is I don't even read them first sometimes. Now I'm my heart beating the whole time. The motherfucker ain't gonna say, bitch, give me that 350 on me. Um, truthfully, I need your advice about something. I've been with this lady for almost 10 years now. We've been through a lot. To make a long story short, that's why I let them in. Y'all know how to do that. We don't have sex at all. He didn't say all A L L. He said all it's a lot of L's. You see all the L's? Mind you, and he didn't say mine like mine, mine. This nigga can't spell, fuck with it. Mind you, I pay all the bills, I give her money, I buy her clothes, anything a man's supposed to do, I do it. Like that, daddy. She stays out with her friends, I don't say shit. (laughs) Sex is a must for me, and she not giving no head, no ass, no pussy. You like asshole, nigga? She giving it. Uh, Telling you that right now. Let's dissect this. Ain't nothing to dissect. 
Snow. That's this that's part. the married man, right? That's relationship. <laughs> relationship restorer just told you that the I nigga that bring y'all. it back. I hate y'all. Listen, he said, ain't no saving that one. <laughs> Listen, y'all. This the part that stands out to me. Sex is a must for me, and she not giving no head, no ass, no pussy. So that means he wants asshole, right? I guess whatever she tell me she's having problems with her pussy granted but what some head or ass shake oh yes definitely asshole shake my fucking head should I break out or keep riding this non-sex relationship he getting it from somebody he getting worked huh he getting worked he didn't get cheated on no I'm just saying he getting worked did y'all hear the part that he said she tell me she's having problems with her pussy granted she tell me, wait, what? What did what, like she tell exactly. me? Exactly. How ha- you leave us on the cliff about that? I'm gonna tell y'all one thing that y'all might know not know. There is a couple different female issues that you can have that make um penetration extremely painful. Yeah. And I mean until the situation's handled. Mm-hmm. I've seen people have to have surgery, i.e. take medication. Tabitha Brown, y'all know her, just talked about how she had her last baby. Mm-hmm. She felt like not to be graphic, but it was she was coming inside out. Like mm. it's called prophylaxis, where everything comes down from the oh, weight of the baby. Mm-hmm. But that's how she felt. Felt, and it's crazy because while she telling the story, here go the husband. Shit, it was hard to me. So clearly, she was still letting him hit it. <laughs> right, Tabby, take that thing. Right, you <laughs> that's what I said. The woman, if she really, she ain't gonna have her man out back like that. Nah, Dre. If okay, listen. No, I'm not saying that. If you can't have vaginal. Intercourse, you gonna, help you, you gonna do something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna That's just have him out yeah. back like without nothing. Like she, and you know what she I working say. to me. <laughs> Dre is so tickled by this as well. It's wild. Yeah, I mean you tickled with this guy's pain. That's paying cool. for everything too. That's fuck. That's that's like, crazy. You gonna have to work if you ain't. Fucking you pay for everything <laughs> and don't get no me. head. No. I don't like that for me. But they think you getting cheated on. My advice would be. Get more involved in what's going on. She tell me things wrong with her pussy. Granted, no. Go to the doctor. Read up right, well, on stuff. Yeah, we're going to the her. doctor because fuck that. <laughs> yeah, what's to talk about? Like, I mean, t- for me, before you a- a- accuse or assume, because damn, she did say she stayed the night out with her friend. Yeah, she, that was like that was that was the one. Yeah, right she there. fucking. Let's move yeah, on. You get cheated on. on. You like it. You might be a cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Joking, no, but go to the doctor with her and get more involved and try to be some some support because. It's a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, not the light you want, because you want butthole. But I pop. Get it? <laughs> I think that's crazy that you want butthole, too, because it's like, clearly she not freaky, so why are you expecting butthole? You're not going to get no butthole, bro. Is butthole like a deal breaker? Like if, no. Exactly. But not for him. It seemed like butthole might be a deal breaker. Well, he's, he's, he's like, if the one hole yeah, don't but work, you, that, like, that, what it is is something. he anxious now. He ain't getting Nathan. So you feel me? He like, damn. Like, I know one of them bitches work. You hear me? He can't get one hole. All right, that was your turn. Mine wasn't that interesting. I told you it was just a question. It was an interesting question, though. They said if the Eagles win the Super Bowl next week, should I should, should we are we going to celebrate to a uh, Lil Uzi or Meek Mill? Yeah, I heard that question a lot. <laughs> I think that it's disrespectful as fuck. Y'all always want to jump off something. Meek Mill song is forever. Yeah. That's timeless. It's like Rocky. It's always going to be like... Don't get it fucked up. Uzi got one, but it's not... The Dream Chaser intro. Lasted, it ain't, ain't lasting test of time. Like, if I see one more of y'all DJs splice that motherfucker together, please stop. It's horrible. You ever heard the splices? Bro, they have the... They splice dreams and nightmares with... with I just want to... Do it that. sounds no. so fucking stupid, bro. It's such a different day and time. First of all, 
the thing that I think people don't understand why I just want to rock, that's a dance song. That's yeah. the dance. Like, Meek shit is like... It's the anthem. It's the, the anthem, anthem, bro. Yeah, like you that shit. That joint in the locker room, like yeah, getting hype. It like, fits the situation, mm-hmm. bro. Like yeah. you could see another Rocky coming out, and that's the song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I just want to rock. It's definitely for the times. And it's like when you have anthems, they are timeless. Once hips is corny, are you listening to I Just Want to Rock? We gonna see. We will see because Uzi is one of them niggas. Shout out to Uzi. We fans of Uzi at this motherfucking podcast. Don't get it twisted, nigga. Phelps, open your jaw for me. Damn, I want to talk about one more thing. Oh, Sucks, I gotta go. Wish I could talk about you it. You gotta play that right. That's the one you bless with you looking for. Wish I could talk about one more thing. I don't know what you did. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Come on, you asked me to like one. Just, it was so interesting. I just wanted to know what you thought about it. I just want to know what you think about it. And he's coming on the podcast. So it was nice for a lead up. Oh, I and I gave Phelps homework and he did it. Yeah. Phelps don't do no homework. He needs a reward. Are you asking me for permission to talk about this thing? Yes, Dad, I am. Go ahead, man. Oh, thanks, Dre. <laughs> so, I fuck with... Uh, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I fuck with the bull. First of all, it's need- hilarious that I did the No Jumper podcast and called this box. nigga Adam. Mm-hmm. Jumper Adam Four Jumper. or five times yeah, yeah. Fucking Adam hilarious Jumper. This nigga named Adam 22 A cool nigga He coming through the podcast Something interest, interesting Happened On his podcast A friend of his And fellow co-host um, By the name of House Phone Was exposed By a trans girl Now This is This is where you get Into the tea Of the whole thing um, According to House Phone It starts by Her saying something In the comments Of another episode I think they have A weekly episode Because there's a lot of stuff On that channel But they have a weekly episode That House Phone And Adam does together And it's funny He he mentions House Phone In my interview Because I just rewatched it That's how close they are Um, Because they're friends And they work together You can absolutely say The House Phone Helped create that um, Brand Right Mm -hmm. Seven, eight years Rocking with him Also He mentioned things like He went to war with him I heard academics Do an interview Where he said He was calling them they they boss <laughs> y'all came to y'all boss's defense and y'all was riding for y'all boss academics been talking super spicy he lately bro do, like that's what he do bro he <laughs> responded to somebody the other day so good like i damn near had to give it to him bro like he burnt that nigga lot because it was so somebody was basically saying that street shit to him and he like yeah bro you go back to the streets nigga i would have been working in a hospital nigga two degrees biology and mathematics biomatics nigga that's two and one nigga yeah i was gonna be rich regardless i do this for fun nigga he was right. talking heavy and represent for the squares i'm into that like stop try, everybody try to act so gangster. like yeah i'm a square and you would have been fucked up in and out the county Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, I could definitely be outside, but you could still be a sturdy work nigga and not and not be corny though. We ain't gotta do that. I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't be that boisterous without you know what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. within his own circle, but not with everybody. Like nah. how he is now. His personality probably wouldn't be the same. Yeah, and that makes you corny. Period. And I didn't like what he did with the girl with the pistol. It is what it is. Um, what did you just ask me, Dre? I said, do academics actually be outside? And I wanted to ask him, do he be outside? I don't feel like I don't see him in the club. The way he be talking, I feel like you can't go I mean, outside. You, you can't be. Yeah, and he's not like, outside he, like that. He's not like the for what he does. It doesn't require him to be outside. You feel me? You call niggas in for an interview, or somebody call him for an interview. Bro. I disagree. I think what he does, just like me, he should, he needs to be outside on the scene, especially because when you're a part of media, you need to be there. You need to see the stuff. I think him not going outside is by design because he's a dweeb. But I th- I think too. This is the thing though with you. You not like. You have opinions on stuff. You don't stop banging the table. Um, 
how can I say like he spoke a lot of shit that he spoke on was was shit that was way out of his control if he went out in them streets. That's what I'm saying. You feel me? Like he's speaking on Chicago gang shit. He's speaking on L.A. gang. He can't speak. That's on how that. he made his way to I fame. Know, yeah, right? So he, I'm asking. Yeah, I okay. think so. Because yeah, yeah, I don't know. With I don't the Chicago know. shit. Right. So it's like you can't speak on that, and then they don't fuck with you, and then just be out in the street trying yeah, to be tough. <laughs> like yeah. no, nigga, you stay okay. in the house. Okay. Like I mean, or just don't speak on it. It's an option. I don't feel like niggas that never walked in the streets should speak on street shit. You don't know. Yeah. It's a culture. And it's like, you can look down on it and feel like niggas in and out of jail or whatever, but the people among that culture have a respect for it, period. Mm-hmm. A motherfucker that go to jail, do time, don't tell nobody, I respect them because mm-hmm. that's where I come from. It don't matter. Now, you may respect a motherfucker that got a bunch of runs on the track with the three-point slam dunks. You might respect a motherfucker that did 15 weeks and 20 minutes. Me, you go to jail, you didn't tell, and them niggas did you dirty, and you owed them that because they was foul niggas, but you still stood tall. I respect you for that. We mm-hmm. It's a different vibe. like, um, And I feel like it ain't one without the other, but when you say shit like that, as far as I got a three, you've been in out the county, is again, makes me, th- that's why you shouldn't be reporting on it. But mm-hmm. we put these people in these positions. There's plenty of hood ass niggas been in and out of jail their whole life, trying to do their thing, and nobody watches. Remember the one nigga, he, he has a big fan base, and I think he is fucking crazy. Hassan? Y'all don't know Hassan? Crazy as shit. He is the New York version of fuck your baby. Oh, he he the light skinned nigga with the glasses. Hang up. I know yeah. you think that nigga funny. He crazy. No, I'm not. He, he, he ain't he weird to me. You know, I fuck with uh, Zip. Zip for this. Let's get to that. Oh, yeah, let's get to that. But <laughs> the jail nigga. This nigga Hassan is insane. I done seen him run down on niggas and all that. But I say to say, he can because yeah, he comes. And in yeah. my opinion, that's how I gotta go. But that's not what it is. Right now, it's Vlad. It's academic, so it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But um, long story short, it starts with, according to House Phone, it starts with the 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 girl making a comment in the comments, sidebar, bitch, bad as a motherfucker. I'll hit her. i just keep it real. Um, bad. She's a bad bitch. Like, I don't, like, what the fuck? We're supposed to pretend these, it's like, and I don't know as men what y'all can say or what y'all can't say or how you feel about it, but if it's a bad bitch, it's a bad bitch. Like, she's a bad bitch, bro. I don't know what mm. we're supposed to I don't know. I can name you 13 trans girls right now that look way better than me. Keep them. Anyway, so um, that only means that's not his preference. He doesn't mean anything by it. Thank you. Um, as well as, so basically the girl makes a comment, right, to Adam. They have a little back and forth. That's it. It goes from that to her doing an episode. He brings her on the fucking show, does an episode with her. Um, at this point, it's been kind of taken off the internet. It's only like a piece, and the piece that's out, she basically say, like, house phone corny if he don't claim it. Like, that's corny. I come up here, he know damn well. Da-da-da. Um, Eventually, house phone does an episode with Adam. He throws coffee on Adam. They have, like, a really bad argument. Things get said. Like, Adam says at a point, I helped pay for your mother's funeral. Like, it was that was, like, the thing that made him throw the coffee. Um, sidebar hood shit. You never say no shit like that. You don't speak on what you spent. You don't speak on what you did. It's just a morals thing. But culturally, we're different. You know what I mean? Maybe in that where Adam come from, East Coast, Massachusetts boy. And me and Adam cool, that's my nigga. He's coming on the podcast. We're gonna talk about it too. I'm gonna talk about it to his teeth because I'm built like that. Um, but I just wanted to know what y'all thought about it. Cause you don't necessarily always talk to the guests. Um, and I also wanted to get into at what point is it that you are exposing somebody versus living your truth? I was alive with a guy dating a guy for two years. He finds out he has two kids, a girlfriend, a girl calls him, whatever. He puts it on Facebook, put it all out there. I don't think that's exposing. I think that's living your truth. This was my man, bitch. We both found out something about each other. It was female to female. We did it. What's the difference? He didn't ask me to hold the secret. That was my nigga, right? Um, so, but on the side, do I think it's cool when you fucking a new, a, a trade or a straight guy and you know it's a secret to tell? It's corny. 
You deserve what you get, in my opinion. When you you sworn to secrecy, nigga, deserve what you get. Watch what I'm saying. I'm not talking about nobody deserving to be murdered. I'm just saying when you get an adverse response, I'm talking to the people, yeah. baby. When you get an adverse response from people, you have to be a, be aware or assume because you told somebody's secret, somebody's mm. big bold secret. House phone says stuff like his family was calling him; they thought they was gonna, he was going to kill himself. The reason why I think I like the way House phone handled it because he kept it real. He said, "Look, nigga was into some kicky shit at a time in my life before I got with my partner." He said, "But I ain't never sucked no dick and I never been fucked." I respect it. And guess what? From what the commenters are saying, it's more of a, why would you do that to your friend, nigga? That's what I'm getting. Yeah. Or what's wrong with dating a trans? We in 2023, motherfucker. What's wrong with dating a trans girl? Because sidebar, again, the bitch is bad as motherfucker. Okay. What I think about the thoughts. The trans girl is that if she didn't go in with the intent of exposing him, then it would have been cool. But like, did she come out and say, I'm a trans girl and I slept with such and such? Or did she just like, I'm confused, babe. Going where to the interview or with house? What into the interview? Like when she comment underneath the the messages? Did she say I'm a trans girl? The, no, the, the in the comments according to house phone, it was already spicy because that was his point of contingency. Like you knew what type time she was because she commented this. Because his whole thing was, yo, you keep playing victim like you didn't know and you so hurt you can't believe it. You don't want my friend, but nigga, you knew what the fuck he was doing the whole time. You knew what she commented; it was being spicy. You knew what she came on, what she was going to do, and you knew I wasn't going to like it. Adam's defense was like, yo, I asked you his thing. I ain't gotta tell you I fuck. You know who I fuck yeah. and who I don't mm -hmm. fuck. Other thing was he had proof like a text thread of him asking people to edit it out, and it wasn't edited out properly. Mm -hmm. Um, and house phone straight was like, you could have just that could be fake. Sidebar, I would totally make a fake text. That's one of my moves. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can edit the motherfucker now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got an app. You can make the whole thing. You I know? mean, I don't, man, listen. That, it sounds like, like he's, what he said, I was, he said I was on. Phelps, you, you on this podcast, right? Uh-huh. Um, you got competition in music. You you fell out with these other producers. They call you all type of names. Other than everything, everything under the sun, other than a child or guy, right? Mm -hmm. This nigga comments under my post. Fuck that nigga Phelps. This is like that song. He owe me that money, whatever. Yeah. And that turns into them coming on this podcast. How do you feel? The day you not there. The day I'm not. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. The fuck is you talking about, nigga? We friends. That's it's not crazy. like you work here, right? And what stood out to me a lot was he was like, yo, you keep doing a white boy play victim shit. And that was my, that's been my experience before with like having white friends where it's like, you do all this shit, then it's like, why are you so upset? They get shocked. Like, yeah. I didn't even mean it that way. Like, bitch, no, yes, you did. Um, you know, we real passionate. We are passionate people. We take shit to the heart and we're really big on respect. And let me show y'all my see respect. You feel me? For real. Person like you, you in the club, somebody step on your foot. Whether you think that's disrespectful or not, I don't know. Would you go to jail for it? Fuck no, because you it ain't that deep to you, right? Mm -hmm. This nigga killed him. I ain't playing with you. I don't play that shit in the club. Depend on you feel me, depend on That's my nigga. He will pop you about that foot. Okay, and I always say that like when I think about people that are like upstate in jail doing all that time, and you didn't strangle ten niggas because they stepped on your foot. It's like, bro, don't you feel like, damn, because you you are the one that created, mm -hmm. and that's what calmed me down a lot. I would be like, I gotta finish this, I gotta complete this. Once I owe you one, I gotta give it to you. Once you make the list, you don't get off the list till I put you off the list. This is shit that I lived by, right? Mm -hmm. But then I realized, like, I make I make the standard. So if I want to decide. It's not disrespectful that this bitch keep talking shit about me. She fucked my ex-boyfriend. Then fine. And that's not anything to me. But that's for mm -hmm. my peace of mind. That's mm -hmm. so I can calm down. That's so I can stop staring at her picture and biting my lip to a bleed. Because I want to fuck this bitch up with her bed. 
Hey, I ain't have a dad. All right. Um, <laughs> open this up. We're going to do the voicemail, and that's it. That's it. I wanted to be here for days, y'all. I wanted to be here for days, but dad says he has to go. My birthday is February the 12th. Worst going to worst if you have to. Just cash at me, I guess. But I'd rather the guess. I gave you the list. And I like those roses that last for a long time. And I like chocolate-covered strawberries. Um, You know what Derek got me last year for my birthday? And I never got it. A billboard in Times Square. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah, we never seen niggas lie. Liar. <laughs> fuck on here. Fuck on here. Fuck him. Um, all right, here's the um, recording. Hey, Demona. This is August. I love your show. I have watched every single I love them little weird spicy name. It's August. Like, girl, who named you that? Every single last one of them on YouTube. Thank you. But just a real quick question. How do you feel about um, spouses um, disrespecting the partner's parents after the parents have disrespected them? Do you feel like it's appropriate? I love how y'all ask questions and it's supposed to be general, but then y'all get right to it and you know. Like, that's why your husband knows it's you and it's not a secret. You feel like it's okay After he did like it first. Hey, you know, no, no, watch your mouth. Really, you feel like it's okay to, like, say, hey, bitch. You know, watch your mouth. Hey, or bitch. Or do you feel like you should just leave that alone completely? Um, Man. This is coming from a person that physically fought my yeah. kid's grandma. So I don't know if y'all really want to know. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I got physical with more than one of their girls. You don't got to tolerate disrespect from nobody based nobody. on who they are. I'll pop your mom, nigga. No problem, nigga. Feel me? No problem, boy. And your spouse supposed to... I feel you like feel your spouse me? is supposed to step I'll pop in. pop your mom, nigga. Well, like, yeah, Straight like you up. said, you don't take disrespect, but if your spouse your is seeing you disrespected by one of their family members, they need to step yeah. in and bro, like, handle that. Your mom. I'm mugging your mom, bro. Mugging your mom. Palm the motherfucking head, nigga. That's <laughs> how so I give it up. Straight up, nigga. And it's not like, don't get it fucked up. It's not like a situation like, I'm not even going to him. This is after I done been to him. This is after then he done been to her. Mm-hmm. This bitch keep trying to play with me. And this supposed to be a forever thing? Let me learn you right here in year six. I will fuck you up, bitch. Dre, remember when, um some years ago, when LeBron mom was in the crowd barking and he oh, yeah, ran, yeah, he yeah, ran down that. on her like, yo, we not doing none of that, like. You feel me? Because his mom was like, it was an intense moment. You know, motherfuckers be talking to play. His mom really started barking like on some, you feel me? And he brought. Like a random person? Nah, I, th- I think it was like a scuffle or it was something that had happened like right there. And she was like about to get up into it. And Brahms in the midst. And that nigga turned around and seen his mom trying to. He was like, yo, this is. Okay, I'm sorry. Please don't get frustrated with me. He was getting into something and she was trying to jump in it with mm-hmm. him. Oh, but okay. Yeah. And she was, and he was like, but she was like barking at somebody though. You feel me? Can I ask you a question without y'all making fun of me? Did the mom really fuck like a teammates? That really happened? That's just a rumor. I think that was a rumor. Yeah, that's just a rumor. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I bl- said, eight to eighty, blind, crippled, and crazy is what I usually go by. Um, that means wheelchair, non-wheelchair, yeah. one leg, two legs, three arms, one arm, two arms, short, midget, kid. <laughs> I'll fight a kid, no problem, if I can get away with it. Um, elderly, not elderly, middle age, young, teenage, preteen, past teen, young adult, older adult. I be um, feeling bad when I'm senior, senior plus. I will fuck you up. If you fuck with me, I'm fucking with you. That's just what it is. And it's crazy because in my situation, I'm not going to get too far into it, but both times it was over them hitting my kid. Somebody hit my kid and that was just damn. I'm like, okay, you want to hit? It you don't hit matter. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, nigga. No, I have never in my life had somebody child hit him, whether it was my godchild, my niece, my nephew, my guy. I don't do that. Mm. That's a lie. I popped a couple, but they might as well. 
Yeah, I whooped some ass a couple times. But it was like after the mom was like okay, they kind of, you know? Yeah. And guess what? If she, the moment she wasn't okay, I would have gave her hers because that's your child. Yeah. Yo, I you thought, a lioness over your child, Dre. Like, imagine you married, you married, you love your in-laws, everything cool. But for some reason, your father-in-law feels like physical desperate is necessary. And your son, you know, he might be a little pale. And he come home with a nice fist print on his fucking chest. No, nah, I feel like a pop is different than an ass whooping. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like most people wouldn't mind, like, family members, whether that's a sister, grandma, like, popping, mm-hmm. hitting the hand, plug something like that. But an ass whooping But do is you different. believe in physical discipline? Let's say, because yeah. you can say whatever you want, and I will believe you or not, but I know how it is. So I'll know what type of dad you're going to be when that nigga come. Because you can tell me I'm a whooping. No, I'm a I don't know until I have a kid, until they push me to a point to where I might. But this do is what something. I'm saying. You might say, I'm going to beat my kids, I'm gonna, but I'm telling you, everybody I know is totally different once they had a baby, especially yeah. men. Y'all melt for y'all kids. So it's like, if you don't believe in physical discipline, how fucking dare you for you to decide to use physical discipline? Mm-hmm. Me personally, have I physically disciplined my children? Yes. Do I want to? No. It's something I would like to say. I'll never do it again because I don't think it's where it works. I don't think it helps. And I think we get it from slavery. And I think it's embedded in us from being beat as slaves. I think it's trifling. Um... Some of the ways people got beat when I was growing up. Your mom getting you out the tub, beating you with a phone cord. I remember I was on the phone with a, you know, I like the name drop, Kyle. Kyle Cunningham. (laughs) He was on the phone. We weren't supposed to be on the phone. His mom whooped his ass butt naked. Motherfucker had whoops. That's that old school beating. A lot of his shit sound like abuse to me. And this is coming from a girl that never got a beating. My dad popped me one time and cried and apologized. My mom used to get mad and like punch me right here. And that's happened like three times because I got so tall so fast. You know what I mean? I don't believe in that shit. And it's to the point like you have a baby with a kid. Exactly. What is whack a mole bitch? Don't fuck me up like that. You fuck on my brain. I can have CTE. <laughs> you all right. Laugh at my pain, motherfuckers. You know that boy right. said he got CTE? Oh, he's oh, talking, talking about, about Demar Hamlin, dude. In, nah, nah. He's talking about a dude in jail uh, who like raped a woman. You talking no, about? No, no, no. I'm talking about that nigga that just went crazy on the stands. He got the rap song. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown said he got CT. Oh yeah, we know. Oh that. yeah, yeah. yeah that. That's what I want to say. I want to talk. Glad but he, you know, nigga. Yeah, but he admitted <laughs> to it openly. Like I got this shit. I feel like he was being like facetious. I didn't. It didn't feel. He said James to me. Harrison gave it. Yeah, to he him said he gave it to him like it was an illegal helmet or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, concussion. In that's practice, a good documentary too about the Puerto Rican boxer that put the semen in his hand yeah it was breaking his face cement <laughs> cement it sounded like you said semen yeah I'm literally like what the fuck she talking about um what's his name shut um, up uh, um, uh, Argula, Arguleta cement. what was his what was his name the nigga that was uh, that was cheating it was something <laughs> semen Arguleto Cement Yeah that was crazy though That Cement. was crazy I'm about to say What the fuck That's how you prove I have dyslexia It's okay babes Dyslexia Women unite you, you don't remember him Oh The nigga that was uh, That was um. Remember he beat up Miguel Go- Miguel, Miguel Cotto real bad Cause he was putting The cement in his shit What was his oh, name Margarita That's the first I kept word saying This Arguleta nigga said or something. Margarita Antonio Margarita Yup that was him Um we haven't manifested They got a, a documentary while. on him now? I don't know, baby. I'm lost. I don't know what y'all talking about. I ain't know. Because what was y'all talking you about? You brought up I, the I nigga the cement and the gloves. Just, oh, that was his name? Yeah. Okay, Antonio okay. Margarita. Yeah, that was a good joke. Yeah, yeah, that was a good joke. It's, it's a documentary out about him? Oh, it's years old now. Yeah, oh, you'll like it. it. I'll I send it to know. you. I'll find it and send it to you. Because I didn't know nothing about nothing. Yeah. I just read the... You know, I love him. So once I read like what it's about, I'm on it. Um, yeah, that was a real thing. 
Yeah, so don't forget Pamela Anderson on Prime and The Way Down on Prime. That's what we're watching, y'all. Um, real quick, we haven't manifested in a while. I'm manifesting a good birthday. I hate when I have a bad birthday. It makes me really sad. It makes me down. I usually like to celebrate all month, so I'm doing a bad job so far, but I know me. I'll catch up. Um, I'm manifesting peace in the streets. My friend was murdered yesterday, and I'm really upset about it. Um, so... So rest in peace to Danny. Um, rest in peace to Danny. I'm gonna they're gonna have like a GoFundMe or something. I'm gonna share it with y'all because I was talking to some of y'all about it. I know y'all wanna help. So rest in peace to Danny and salute to Danny's family. Um, and that's it. See y'all next week. Thanks.